everyone. Uh, welcome to the Handicap from We Brain Frame Thursday night, of course, nine o'clock. Looking forward to the show. And uh, yeah, there's a little bit of an echo on the line there. Not sure where that's coming from. We'll pick that up now, hopefully. But uh, good to have you all on board. And last week, apologies to those of you who didn't watch the show live and it came on Friday about mid morning to see the show. And YouTube, there was a glitch in the system. They set a lot of the live shows from Thursday. Uh, as private, so uh, we were, we were cruising. Uh, yeah, we had, a, we had quite a lot of hits actually on the show, and then all of a sudden, I noticed it stopped, and YouTube had set it a private. So let's hope that doesn't happen this time around. Let's get straight into it and introduce the guests. And let me start at the top of the screen there, coming to us from Poland, of course, at the Crow Tips, and he's looking a little bit different. Certainly, uh, <laughs> eating this clean shaven in quite a while. Chris, welcome mm -hmm. back to the. Yeah, I think I think I missed the Manscaped promo there by mistake. But yeah, finally, finally got rid of some got some of that grooming in place. But yeah, no, yeah, I think yeah, I'm not I don't have a lucky beer this evening, so I do apologize for that. But I I clean shave, had a lucky shave to to make up for it, and I got my lucky my magic water. So I think we're good. Yeah, well, if you're a betting man, you'll be betting that the conductor's got something a lot stronger than water within his day tonight. <laughs> conductor, welcome back, mate. I know last week you were due to come on and the load shedding hit you. But you you in full force tonight. Yeah, thanks, Brent. Yeah, the electricity is burning brightly tonight. And uh, always lucky to join you boys for Thursday nights. And yeah, not not so much rugby this weekend. Eleven games, um, you know, two European games and three Curry Cup and some Super Rugby. So not heaps. So we can luckily concentrate a bit more on the games. And yeah, let's hopefully find some winners. Yeah, certainly it's going to be a case of quantity over uh, well. I say quality over quantity tonight, and we don't have as many games to chat about. But welcome also to all the boys in the live chat. We've got Peter Ball and Mark Dumphy there as well. Mark, of course, uh, you're still in Asia, so you, it's morning for you. So thanks for joining us and, and getting up to watch the show. Look forward to your contributions, guys. We'll get straight into the action. We've got two Rugby Pacific to talk about. Just to mention, we'll also curry, cover Curry Cup, and we've got the two European finals. So always good to have some finals rugby to chat about as well. But I'm going to start with you, Conductor, getting straight into things here. Crusaders minus 20.5 against the Reds. It's uh, quite a big start that the, the Crusaders are giving the Reds there. Yeah, Brent. Uh, funny enough, this game uh, in Christchurch between the Crusaders and the Reds brought back very good memories. I remember the previous uh, fixture between the two teams in Christchurch was in 2020. I was flying down to uh, Cape Town to Longabarn from Joburg. And I was, in the, I was in the slow lounge trying to, I'd had Reds that had half-time handicap on the plus. And I was trying to watch that till, till half-time. And uh, by mistake, I, I left it a bit late. I had to run for the plane. The, the, the pilot had to be contacted to open the doors. And uh, they, they luckily admitted on the airplane. But uh, nevertheless, the, the Reds half-time handicap came in there nicely uh, with some good trials by the Reds. But, um, you know, this is a, this is a tricky one. Um Leaning towards the the Saders and the minus, just obviously missing Richie Mawanga. I think he's still nursing a head knock, and uh, good to you. He's also resting, uh, just resting up for next week. Um, Reds. This is obviously the permutations, and I filter in on the sort of from one to eight. Uh, Reds. Look, I think currently sitting seventh, can possibly finish, can possibly finish fifth, but more than likely, more probably unlikely to do so. Um, Obviously, they'd probably want to try and win this game, maybe try and avoid Crusaders next week again in Christchurch. Because obviously, if they do stay with the R, they'll play, they'll play the Crusaders again in Christchurch. So, uh, yeah, tough game. But, uh, yeah, Reds, Reds obviously limping across the finish line. Yeah, missing James O'Connor, um, no Hunter Basami, um, and Tanya Latupo, obviously a massive miss for them. 
Um, yeah, it's not a terrible red side. Um, I'm not. I, I do like Lawson Crichton. He's decent. Obviously, Liam Wright on the bench. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, Bunivalu and Filippo uh, Dangun on either wing, and they've obviously shifted uh, Jordi Pattaya to to centre. Um, this one, to me, as I said, I'm leaning on the minus. I I like the points overs rather. Um, I think we could see maybe a repeat of the blue slash reds uh, game where I don't think reds will be, I think reds will try and save themselves for next week. I don't, I don't think I put too much into this game. So I think we could see a lot of, I think we could see a lot of points there. Um, for me, Crusaders have been like that, that diesel truck started slowly, but now they're actually revving. Um, yeah. I mean, really they're putting some big results. I think they won by, I think I can't remember. It was a, two big wins in the, the last three games. So really revving up to sort of uh, finals footy here. Uh, yeah, w Willie Jordan back at 15. Uh, I, I very much like the overs there. Uh, I'll probably take a smaller uh, Crusaders minus. But yeah, I, I think there's going to be good points in this game. All right, let's see what Chris fancies in this one. The points line is 60.5, Chris. Yeah, so, so for me initially, I was leaning. I, I thought it was a bit high, but I think now this is this is – pretty well capped a game at the moment for both the cap and the points i had the points at 57 it came up for me at 58 but i wasn't confident it was on my lines but I, I i agree there's points in this game so if i if i was to i'm gonna i'm gonna probably start dabbling in the points um i was hoping for reds at 17 points because that would have been my bet of the game reds to score over 17 but it's around 20 i think i still i would i would say Equally picked, I'll take I'll take overs. Yeah, I wouldn't be playing the cap and if um, uh, overs on the total. And I, I do like Reds. I think Reds are going to get over twenty. I agree with I agree with conduct. It's going to I feel it's going to be like the Blues versus Reds game. The Reds aren't going to go away. Crusaders will give you opportunities. I see the Reds scoring tries here, so I'm leaning towards overs and Reds points here. A medium confidence at the moment. Also, I like. Also, Sorry. Ben O'Keefe on the yeah, also Ben O'Keefe on the whistle. I like him as an overs ref. He lets the game flow nicely as well. There's no rain, so I think it's going to be it's going to be points. Right, points in that one. Say, say the lads. Quite a high points line there. I see uh, there was uh, was it Stephen Marks going uh, under. He took under sixty one and a half early in the week. So there's some support for the unders as well. Chris, we'll start with you then for the Fiji and Drua game plus seventeen and a half against the Chiefs. I'm going to tell you right now, the Drua and Mana Pacifica I've got wrong all season long. When these <laughs> yeah. sides play, I almost just want to sit out. What do you make <laughs> of this one? The 17 and a half. I mean, the Chiefs at their best, you'd think, would cover this cap, but yeah, yeah. what are the yeah. sort of motivation levels? Well, you, you, I mean, they should they should be going if and they should be securing that fourth spot for home for home place, the quarterfinal, right? So, I know there's been a mixed bags of Chiefs um, opinions this the season. I've hit them at the right spots. I, you know, they have made some changes. They've got Poahipi there at centre. They've moved Nankerville to the wing. Doesn't deter disturb you too much around how it's going to go. I still think, I still think the Chiefs are going to be too powerful there. Powerful them. Powerful for them. I think the Jua are. It's, it isn't. It isn't Fiji. If I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's going to be a con. It's going to be an absolute carnival atmosphere again. I, it's going to be champagne rugby. The only problem is, is Mr. Pickerel is going to come and spoil the party if he feels like it. But I don't. I don't think he will because I think this game is just going to be so open. I just don't think the Jua will be able to live with 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 uh, the Chiefs. The Chiefs will just 
they'll they'll power over them. So I I like I, I had I had a little bit of minus minus fifteen. I like that. I then moved up to minus seventeen. So I really love them at minus fifteen. Seventeen is getting closer. I capped it at twenty, so I still like the Chiefs here. I think they go there, they do the business, they secure their fourth spot. It's interesting you say that. I also kept this. I think I kept it. I drew a plus 21 and a half in the good for the game forum there. Let's go to you, Kodak. The first thing I've got to say is I see this is a five o'clock kick, kickoff South African yeah. time. Will you be getting home around that time to watch or waking up? In the- <laughs> it's always it's always nice knowing. I don't know what what, what might happen. I'm, I'm maybe getting home. Maybe I get early. It's exciting. It's exciting enough knowing. But uh, yeah, I know there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of interesting angles to this game, and I think Chris mentioned one of them. Obviously, uh, Brendan Pickerel being the referee, and funny enough, I think he was the referee between, if I'm not mistaken, he was the referee between the Fijian Drua and the Highlanders, also in, in Suva. Um, I stand to be correct, but I'm pretty sure he was the referee there as well. Um, so yeah, uh, game taking place in Luatoko, second biggest city in, in Fiji. Um, Brendan Pickerel, the ref, uh, yeah, sort of often kickoff. Uh, but checking the weather, um, it's going to be that typical island weather. There's like uh, rain forecasts and also 85% humidity as well. So it's going to be incredibly humid. I mean, I watched the game between the Giandrua and Highlanders, and within 20 minutes, the guys were drenched in sweat. You could basically see when they were packing down for the scrums, they, their jerseys were absolutely sopping wet. So... Um, yeah, that's going to be an interesting game. I, I do very much agree with Chris. Um, I'm not too worried about the the Chiefs uh, 10 to 15 uh, being Bryn Gatlin, Nankaville, Pohipi, uh, Narawa, and Caleb Trask. For me, it's 1 to 8 there. Uh, Gus the Bus, uh, Somasoni Takahaho, uh, yeah, Brody Retallick is back as well from his injury. Um, I just I just don't think that Drew Pack is going to be able to live with the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, Habosi is back for the draw. He's their main strike weapon. So, yeah, I, I think that's definitely not a game for me. I'm getting involved in up front. I, I'll wait. I'll wait for the game in play. Fiji and Drew will start off like a bag of cats at a greyhound meeting. They're going to be all, like all over the show. They're going to want to run from their fans, but they're 25 minutes in. They, you know, they're going to be sacked. Uh, humidity is going to be high, and then that's where I think the Chiefs Packers is going to take full advantage. Bryn Gatton to the corner driving malls, et cetera. Uh, Chiefs just need to win out of this. So I, I'm, I'm not massive on the on the uh, handicap. I'll take a bit of minus there on the Chiefs. I'd like to look at the points total. Uh, but like I said, I'm not going to get involved uh, first up. I'll wait for the um, the game to progress a little bit. I do expect a fast start from the, uh, the Drua. They're going to want to score a couple of tries. It was maybe a couple of early tries and push push their points on points line out to about 68, 69, 70. I'll take the unders then. Um, like I said, I just ex- expect that massive high humidity to take effect. I think in the uh Fijian Drew versus Highlanders game, I think the first half, there's around about 41, 42, 43 points scored in the first half. And I think it was only about 10 points scored in the second half. And the under 53.5 landed in that game. So I expect something very similar. But like I said, um, I'd, I'd look at the I'd look at the minus here and uh, look in play for a better Chiefs minus as well. Maybe a quick early draw, draw. Uh, then also look for a unders in the points line uh, with a Brendan Pickerel slash high humidity combo there. Yeah, I like that uh, strategy there of, of hoping for the fast start and then getting on the unders points, particularly 
I always find that's the thing with humidity. It sort of it saps you over the course of the game. And guys can come out in the first 20 minutes are probably going to be the best conditions in the game. We'll stick with you, Conductor. Um, Moana Pacifica, of course, went action against the force on Tuesday. Uh, got a bit uh, badly beaten in the end there. I see they big underdogs here against the Brumbies, plus 20.5. Yeah, Brent, this is one of my this is probably my strongest fancy um of the weekend. Uh Pacifica lost by 20 to the force in my at Mount Smarts. That I think tells you everything. Albeit that the Pacifica had heaps of changes. They've chopped and changed again for this game. Obviously, Lea Lefano is back at 10. Um, you know, Levi Moore is then retained at center. He's he impresses me. He's one of the the bigger, he's one of the best carriers in the league so far for, for running meters. Um, but there again, you know, Brumby's coming with an extremely strong side. Look, they, they, they only need the win to secure the third spot. Uh, one could say they could ease off the, the throttle. Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to look at this the other way. They obviously lost in the dying minutes against the Blues with that drop goal. I think that broke a lot of people's hearts that had the Brumbies on the board. Um, I think the Brumbies are coming to meet, to, to do, to do the business. I think they want to start ramping up their efforts, uh, looking for next week, possibly, for a game against the Waratahs um, or what it, or whoever they're going to play in the in Canberra, uh, I think this is a perfect game to get their structures correct, uh, to get that rolling more. And I think if we saw anything from the Western Force Pacifica game, a Pacifica number one don't have a set piece, um, and number two, uh, yeah, they can't def- defend a rolling more. So I uh, I'm, I'll probably be I'm going to be very big on the Brumbies minus. I think they're going to actually thump them with rolling moles aplenty. Um, I'll be going Brumbies tries overs, and I'll be going Brumbies uh, Lonigan and it's uh, McInerney's other hook as well. I'll be going both them uh, for tries. So, yeah, uh, love the Brumbies on the minus. I re- this is my biggest fav- uh, biggest fancy. I just feel, and, and it's unfortunate, Pacific have had a really awful, awful uh, uh, schedule. Um, but like I said, that that's Brumby side is probably be the strongest possible with exception of um uh the, the Lucy, um or that really influential Lucy. Um I just can't remember his name, but really, really, really strong pack. And I I just can't see right. the specific pack living with him. So but yeah, those are my those are my bets there. Almost stopped the show there to announce the fact that Mark Dunphy and the conductor agree on a bet there. So <laughs> good to see that one. Let's go. Let's go up to Chris for his views on this game. Yeah, obviously another another preview that's hard to match there by conductor. Thanks, mate. But pretty much, yeah, rubber rubber stamping that everything that he says. Yeah, I mean, do um, I do miss Valentini? I love that guy. He's a guy that you do notice when he's not in the team. He's he's that impactful. But that's not going to matter this week. There's, there's, you can you I can't see how Pacifica can handle the Brumby structure set where they're not. They're, they've proven all season they're not going to. I think it's going to be, uh, yeah, Brumbies are going to have pretty much when they get down in the red zone, they're going to be probably close to scoring. So minus handicap for sure. I was also waiting for Brumbies points. They'll, they'll clear their points line comfortably as well. So, yeah, I think your Pacific going for a little bit of a shock. I think, yeah, they're going to get a bit of a hide in. That's a nice alignment from the panel there on that game. Chris, we're going to stay with you for the next one. Waratahs, yeah, minus four and a half against... The blue is it minus four and a half? Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's come down, it's changed massively. Yes, it's, um, it's changed. Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, yeah that's what I say. Yeah, which I won't have a preview for this one because this was one of the games that 
I am annoyed I missed it. I missed it when the tires were plastic. To be honest, I, at first I wasn't sure. I was hesitant, so I didn't do, I didn't pull it because I still think Blues are going to potentially win this game, um, even with with a changed side. So that's why I didn't pull it pull the trigger. But when if you had tires at three now, you like oh you've missed you've missed the value there. So we missed it. I missed it anyway. So it's but it, to, to be honest, it's still a game. And cap wise, I'm not calling. I I just think that that Blues team still has great players in it. Tars are going to give them opportunities. Um, they they're going to both score points. It's a point scoring game. Um, I'll look at the points. I'll, I'll probably look more at the Tars points because I think because of the changes the Blues made, they're making they're going to score tries, but they're going to let in tries. This Tars team is stable, and they, I don't think that's defense is going to be uh, structured. Um, enough and the Tars are going to get in for a few points. So I'm going to be looking at Tars points here when they come out. Right. Uh, interesting. Jeez, I didn't realize the handicap had shifted that much. Conductor, what do you think about that Waratahs points play and uh, you give the Blues a chance of winning the game? Yeah, Brenty. Um, yeah, no, I was actually, um, yeah, I was quite, quite pleased about that uh, Blues drop goal at the end against the Brumbies because I immediately knew they were going to rotate for this game. It was just a no-brainer. Top of the log, nothing to play for. Um, you know, Caleb Clark had, has a hammy issue. Uh, Riku Yuani, a bit of an issue. His brother, uh, also a bit of an issue. So a couple of niggles around the Blues camp, and I just really felt that the Blues would more than likely send a second-string side. Uh, they had done enough to secure that number one spot and obviously start resting guys uh, for the playoffs. So I managed to grab a bit of a, a Waratahs plus, uh, plus four and a half. Um, at, at, an Aussie team... As a favourite against a New Zealand team, it's, I don't, I don't know if you can recall the Ghostbusters, the sound that car made when they were racing off to go and catch the ghost. It was like a screaming siren. This is like going off my head. It's a, it's a, it's a no bet for me. I can't take the Waratahs on the minus. It's just too dangerous. The, the, the Blues pack is still okay, and they've still got some really, really good players on the, uh, really good players on the bench for them. But uh, obviously, Blues nine to fifteen. Jock McKenzie, uh, youngster, apparently a very good cricket as well. He's at 10. Um, AJ Lamb, I'm not too sure the, the guys at the centres. Um, Ratavatibuk Nikens at 14. So, yeah, some inexperience in that Blues backline. Uh, Leichhardt Oval is becoming a bit of a fortress for the for the Waratahs. Um, I, I must admit, I'm so super impressed with Dar Darren Coleman's coaching. I thought they had shown incredible composure against the the Highlanders last week to close out the game. You know, we've seen so many Aussie sides just capitulate in that second half. So, um, yeah, I'd probably, I've done, I probably wouldn't touch a handicap there. Um, I'd probably look at Blues on the, as a Waratahs on the board uh, in, a, in a multi of some sorts um, and agree with Chris uh, points, Waratahs points. I just, would, I just want to see the conditions of the Leichhardt Oval. It does tend to get a bit dark and dewy um, I think we saw that in the in the gaming. It's a hurricanes. It can get a bit, yeah, a bit uh, moist. Yeah, true, uh, so, so I'll have a look at the conditions first. But I I do agree. If it's nice dry nights in Sydney, uh, I do think the Oratars will score a couple. I think the Blues kids will go there to have a good time, have a uh, have an experience. I don't think there's too much there's too much weight in their shoulders. Uh, they know they've done their job. So I think there could be good points in this game as well. So. Waratahs overs, Waratahs on the board, uh, then probably overs. If we're in around 52, 53.5, I'd probably look at an overs. I think there's enough mm. there's enough talent in that blue side to score a couple of tries. And I, 
I think Darren Coleman's in, 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 injected a lot of positivity uh, in this Waratah side. And I'd like to take Charlie Gamble, the Miami <laughs> porn star, to grab a bit of meat pie as well. He looks, he loves a, he loves a, he loves a try. I do, I do love that loose trail. The Tars one at the now Campbell, Hooper, Harris, is, they're brilliant. Right, well, I just want to, yeah, just one thing I must say, you mentioned the New Zealand sort of youngsters coming to their backline. One thing that's always impressed me about the New Zealand is the way the youngsters just slot straight into things. Yeah. Not to say that they are as strong as the, the other blue side, you know, the, 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 the top blue side, but yeah, just amazing how they've got that production line of players that seem to come in and hit the ground running. But let's go Western four Sierra conductor plus 14 and a half against the Hurricanes. Yeah, Brent, this is a, this is to me, it's probably the trickiest fixture of the weekend. Uh, look, I mean, force are rubbish. Uh, yeah, I mean, they've taken some huge beatings about, about Kiwi sides. Hurricanes just need the win uh, to secure their spots. They don't need to attain any bonus points. Um, from what I've from what I've read this week, and from what I can remember, um, Western Force still have a have a possibility of reaching the top eight, but they'd need to beat the Hurricanes. And I just I just don't see it happening. Um, yeah, Jordy Barrett's at home. Uh, Jason Holland also with the flu, I think, at home. So I think Chris Gibbs, uh, the assistant coach of the Hurricanes, will take charge of this game uh, in Perth uh, for the Hurricanes. Decent enough side for them. Uh, Rayasi and Goosen on either wing. Uh, yeah, I think Sullivan and Proctor in the centres. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I think Ruben Love also, he's remained in, in New Zealand. Aidan Morgan's impressed me. Look, looks like a decent youngster. And then with uh, Ardy Sevier to come off the bench. Um, so, yeah, a decent hurricane side. I can see them doing the job here. Uh, but I'm just not too sure that they're going to cover this cap. I think the force will be desperate to try and obviously, you know, get into that top eight and get a get a, a playoff spot. Um, I actually find enough, you know, Western Force have become, obviously we know them as possession merchants. But I think there might be a couple of points in this game as well. Force, if they do go down, they'll, they'll need to play a bit more risky rugby to try and, Get into that spot. So I, I think uh, I think there might be some points this game. I think Paul Williams is a referee as well. So if it's if it's a lowish line, I'll probably take a bit overs. But but the cap for me, uh, I just don't. Uh, there's nothing that I, I can take in that cap. Like I said, force at home, they'll be pumped. They've got opportunity to make the top eights. Uh, but yeah, there's nothing that really stands out for me too big there. I must say, gun to my head, I'd probably go force on the handicap there. But maybe not a game I'm going to get too involved with. Just my daughter just popping in and giving me some raw chocolate chip cookie, cookie dough. I love it before it's cooked. And I said to her, I know I'm going to be on the show. And I said, you don't put that in the oven without bringing me some of the, 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 the raw stuff. So she brought it in for me. I must say it's pretty good. Chris, what are your views on this game? Yeah, this is a tricky one as well. Again, it's, it is screaming points. And I agree. Um, I, I, uh, I think most people know my opinion of the force these days. I'll have a well, forever, actually. But in this game, I'm, I'm just, I agree. I mean, the, the Canes are there. I don't think they're going to progress much anyway if the, if, the, if the Chiefs win above them. So the team they've brought, that back line doesn't look like it's going to defend. And the force can score. So I'm loving points here. And, I, and I, it's, it, it, my heart is, is pumping here because I'm going to say, I, I actually really fancy the force points here. I can't believe I've said it, but I have. But it's just because... They do. They they at home. They ought to play for. They do score points. I just don't think this Canes team is going to defend that well. They might score. I just I just don't like the structure of that backline. I think the Force are going to. They've got Pulu and Matalia are great wings. They 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 do find space and score. So 
I'm hoping for an under 20 points line. Um, that'll be actually one of my, oh, Jesus, hard bets of the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> really badly to get that out that he's been awesome, obviously heard it many times in the past. It's interesting you mentioned the I, I can see you, Chris, you're leaning on overs on quite a few games. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm lacking points or this this weekend's yeah. all points for me. The caps are look look tricky for me this this round, yeah. Yeah, and I must say it's something that I've always yeah, I've always said if you if you if you've got the patience to wait for certain things, like for example, I say wait for you know, when South African local rugby takes place, if you if you wait for winter to set in and the fields to get hard, then you can hit the bookies before they adjust. And the other thing is last rounds of tournaments as well. I mean, there's yeah. many a time where only one of the teams is really interested. And, and as you say, generally speaking, you get the thing thrown around a bit. So I'm in agreement with you this weekend. I also, I also like the points there on quite a few of those games. Uh, but yeah. let's move on to the next game, Chris. We'll, we'll take you on this one first. It's Rebels plus six and a half against the Highlanders. Yeah, Yo, I don't know. Tough yeah, one. Yeah. Well, the, the, yeah, so as I said, this cap weekend on Super Rugby is very difficult for me. However, so I like to say, I very much like Tars and Force points and Brambies points. I do. I really do. I'm going to look for when those lines come up. But here's the cap that I actually fancy the Rebels. <laughs> Again, difficult. But just because Rebels at home, I mean, they, they have been improving. For me, they are a better side than the Force. I don't think the Highlanders are going to move. The Hurricanes are going to win. The Highlanders aren't going to move from eight. Their minds are already on the blues, in my mind. I think they're going to the Rebels. They're not going to be fully focused. They're going to prepare for, they know what's coming next weekend. This is Rebels' opportunity to end on a high. I like the Rebels, yeah. Plus, I've seen it at plus eight in places. That's, I love that. Right, plus six and over. I must say, I handicapped this game. I'm just looking on the Good for the Game forum now, and there is a link down below. Uh, to the forum thread, I have handicapped at plus six and a half, so I'm backing to see value here, conductor. Yeah, Brent, so just touching, just going back to what Chris has said, I, you, know, you know, I think, like you say, you need to wait on some things, not specifically oh, um, when I say that, specifically on this weekend, I think because of the way some of the the, the results are sitting, you know, let's, let's talk specifically in the previous game, the Force Hurricanes. If the Hurricanes are sort of two scores over, you know, the game is pretty much in the bag they all all they need is a win i can see really just sort of very open rugby being played and i i can very much see that in a couple of games specifically maybe the chiefs game um yeah. you know if they've got the win in the bag i can see some very loose play because they don't really need to attain anything more but it was interesting chris uh struggling to get that force uh <laughs> four points over it really looked like he didn't want to say anything it looked like a looked like a male seven water polo coach at catholic confession so um very much battle to get that out there <laughs> no, but i do i do believe it this weekend i do really believe it so, so yeah one of my best bets so yeah no look i, I think there's a, i really think there's some going to be some games at some points uh you know specifically especially guys like drew you know they, they really haven't got much to play for this is a very interesting game obviously last game of the weekend of super rugby by this stage highlanders will know what they need to do like I said, I, if if by some miracle the Force do beat the Hurricanes, I'll be all over the Highlanders minus here. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I did read uh, James Lenke's was saying uh, they were like they were basically hitting each other at training this week uh, regarding what happened against the Waratahs. Some fisticuffs going on there. Obviously, not the standard to which they adhere. Here to obviously it took a loss against the Waratahs and. Uh, Getting back uh, a couple of guys, I think Mikele Tu'u, he was missing 
or he was on the bench in the previous game, was sick, or they're getting a couple of guys back for this week against the Rebels. Um, yeah, if push, I take Highlanders on the minus. I just can't have the Rebels. Uh, but you know, you know, but, but you know, Rebels got nothing to play for as well, so it makes them dangerous. So you know, they they might swing it around. And I, I hate to say, but I like points overs again. Yeah, I just think if yeah. uh, if Highlanders know they've basically secured that eight spots. They can't really do much else, um, and I think they're just gonna have a bit of fun. Rebels have, have nothing else to it to play for. I think they might have a bit of fun as well. And I think this, if I'm correct, this is also often a kickoff in in Melbourne as well. So conditions should be good, yeah. Okay, so a little bit of split opinion, but once again, we find ourselves leaning to the points there. Let's get into the Curry Cup. Of course, the background ground I've got on there today is, is in Kimberley. It's Greekwood's ground. They are playing a home game. But first, let's get into the a Bulls match, and we'll start with you, Conductor. Bulls minus 12 against the Pumas. And I actually handicapped this game 12 and a half, but I did make the proviso, you know, team news in these Curry Cup games can be crucial, especially with the URC teams. But I see this handicap very much where I set it. Any views here? Yeah, Brent, so this, uh, this handicap, I think, is well set. Um, you know, I, I have looked at the, the Bulls' past wins, and it has been 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. You know, they've won... In Curry Cup, but you know the three haven't really cleared too many handicaps. Well, um, good good bull side. Steg, Stegman Hans, uh, Marco Jan van Vieren. I think Mornay at ten, uh, Ambrose at nine. If I if I'm not mistaken, very Tam at fifteen. David Peel fourteen. Uh, Stian Kam at six. Uh, Ruan for Mark, who they just they've just brought back from Japan. He's playing, I think, at five. Um, yeah, so yeah, these are really, really decent Bulls side. Um, and obviously strong as Puma side, they can put out. Bulls just one point ahead of the Cheaters on the Curry Cup log. Uh, with one game to go after this, they, they play the Pumas and then travel down to Bloemfontein to play the Cheaters. So my gut says Blue Bulls will want to take five points here. So the game against the Cheaters and Bloom is basically a, a non-event. Um Pumas also need to try and get something out of this game because they need to try and catch the Greekers. But that, that bull side just looks too strong for me. Um, you can get minus 10.5 at about 75 to 100, which I, I'd be interested in. Uh, if you don't like that, the referee is Morris von Avestazen, who's obviously one of cool. our bigger overs refs. So if we can get a line of around 57, which I imagine it will be, um, I'd probably look at the overs there if, we, if you're not interested in the uh in the uh handicap i i yeah it's a very it's an attacking bull side good strong powerful and and similarly a good uh puma, puma side it can score a couple of points um a big one is eddie for shifting back to 12 with the the 10 i uh, sorry i just can't remember his name off the top of my head but the, the, the ex more, is that the ex Gricos 10. yeah yeah that guy with the blonde yeah, the beer, the beer, i think i think like yeah, to be at that's it yes he's he, he just back to 10 so and he's a far better goal kicker than eddie for sure eddie for sure sprays it's like me off the first tee it's like wide every time so no he's a really decent 10 good boots so at altitude yeah 57.5 and if you can get in around there i'd, I'd look at overs there right chris yourself on this game well yeah if it's if it's 57.5 i'm over as over as over as all over that I'm not so sure it's going to be that, though. I really hope it is. I think they're going to be a little bit smarter than we are. The bookies are getting clever. But if we get if we get 57, you overs all day. And I probably will even look at Bulls points. I think they're going to they're going to they'll steamroll. They'll be they'll be 
strong. And so I don't know if you're probably, if you're looking at the bulls, but probably going to get a bullseye at 42, maybe. So it's quite high. Um, but so, yeah, if we get 57 overs, definitely. I Actually, if we're talking on the cap, I think they, they cover this cap as well. I think they, they win quite comfortably. Well, let's go to the Greek quiz game. Now we've got Greek quiz here up against the Free State Cheetahs. Greek quiz plus 10.5 in this game. They're never an easy side to play at home, Chris. It's yeah. handicap. Well, a quick squeeze of what I kept this game at nine and a half. Okay, so very similar to where I kept it. I'm also battling for the handicap value, yeah. and I'll probably find myself leaning towards the points again. <laughs> Look, I mean, yeah, I, I I agree. The caps well well placed. I think the cheaters aren't doing as well as they have been recently, and the Greek was also just very hot, can be hot and cold. But at home. You trust the the Greek was a lot more, so I think this is well capped, as you said. And I, you have to look at points. I'll be up. Curry Cup has been my kryptonite this year. I don't the last Curry Cup, I couldn't miss an overs like the whole Curry Cup. And the, this one, somehow, whichever one I'm taking, I'm not. I, so Curry Cup has been abysmal for me. So I've lost a little bit of interest in the betting because I just I've lost confidence <laughs> when I take the overs, it won't come anymore. So, but. You know I'm an overs panther. I'll always look for the for the overs opportunity. So and I'm not going to change strategy. Yeah, when I get when I able to get the points, which come up very like always an hour before. But also, I think this also falls into the thing of the Curry Cup over the last two two seasons with COVID and that. Sometimes you've had Curry Cup games in November. You've had Curry Cup games in February. Yeah. Um, and now we're getting into winter, and we, where the fields are nice and hard. And you get yeah. great conditions. So I, I tend to think that now could be the time to start getting onto the Curry Cup overs. Uh, let's see what the conductor's views are on that. Yeah, Brent, I, I very much agree with you. Um, you know, we've seen, which is unlike Kimberley, to, you know, it's been lush, uh, the, pre, the sort of the, the early parts of the season. But like you say, uh, the nights and the mornings in, in Kimberley are bitterly cold, icy cold, and uh, definitely with that uh, beautiful green english grass has now turned to that sort of half felt yellow and uh with that just sort of sprinkle is spray paint with a green to get to sort of looking a bit better um it's definitely gonna be a lot harder um i've been burnt a lot of times by going greek West overs uh in, in kimberley because like you say you're always associated with a good running field but I'm, i'd probably look at overs here i think agree with chris i think this is very well kept um I, 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 you know, I can't, looking at that cap, I can't lean either side. Griquas need this game, as do the Cheetahs. Um, like I said, Cheetahs are just one point behind the Bulls and then play the Bulls in uh, Bloemfontein next week. So they also don't want to have to get something out of um, that game to try and host the final semis against the Bulls. So between the Bulls and the Cheetahs, either team will want to host that final, the Curry Cup. So... Yeah, I see the Cheetahs winning here. They probably might take the bonus point. They'll be keen to take the bonus points. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd look, if we can look at a good line of, I'm hoping the bookies will do it about 56, 50, it'd probably be about 56, 57 again. Um, my only concern is that still uh, Judd Zwani is this referee. Oh, yeah. And he, he does tend to lean towards the unders. He takes, he just takes so much time in the scrums and the, line out and he, he just yeah you know, just and the clock ticks. Yeah. so it depends how much how much of old old grandpa's cough mixture i've had by office two on saturday afternoon i'm involved i'm going to get in this game it's funny you say that about the unders ref my son played rugby on saturday morning conditions weren't great but i tell you what the ref he was really a master of the five minute scrum and every scrum he would talk to both front rows 
And at one stage, I just fell on my back on the side of the field. I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> handle it anymore. But anyway, I actually shook his hand after the game, and someone said, "But geez, you shook his hand." I said, "Yes." If this guy turns professional, I want to know, and I want to know that I'll be unders all the time if he makes it to the top of wrestling. That, that's for sure. But uh, one more Curry Cup game to to go as well, and that is, uh, did I, uh, yeah, that is uh, the Lions minus eight and a half against Western Province. Now, this is interesting. I did mention when I capped this game, look out for the Lions team. I believe they're going to be putting a strong side out. I'd initially made them plus six and a half, but I did say this will change if the Lions select the URC team, which I understand they either have done or are planning to do. Conductor? Yeah, Briggs, um, yeah, so I, I assume, yeah, obviously, like you say, I think people would assume that uh, the Golden Lions being out of the URC will now uh probably put a couple of the usc players or fringe players into the scurry cup side but uh I, I don't think so i see jordan hendrix is off to the sevens i obviously burger odendahl is off to wasps um i think the usc guys are gonna get a bit of a rest there might be one or two fringe players in this in this golden line side but they've got nothing to play for so i don't really i wouldn't i wouldn't understand the move of trying to put usc players in this in this curry cup team because literally they've got nothing to play for um the western province sort of B slash C team that didn't travel overseas hasn't actually impressed me. I think they've still, they've still got good players in that, that side. So I like the plus eight and a half, and I will be all over the points. Yeah, I know we've been talking overs, overs, overs like it's a flipping like uh, on repeat, but I'll be going huge. Both teams have got nothing to play for. Um, I just see it absolutely spraying it everywhere. Um, zero defense, just have just guys a little little game of Sunday touch rugby. The referee, I've never seen him before. I don't know. Even I can't even know. I can't. I saw his name. I just never seen him ref before. So I can't comment on his side. Maybe but he's I not think the guy from my, my son's game on Maybe, son's maybe, game on son of, maybe, maybe you greased the right palms and he sort of uh, <laughs> protected himself into curry cup somehow. So... <laughs> uh no i i, I can't i said i, I it, would, it wouldn't help to tell you who's who it is because i don't know what his style is but uh i think the guys are going to have a good time and i think both uh, the lions and province guys hey, listen let's play some exhibition rugby so uh good weather in chobik like you say nice and dry pitch a bit harder yeah we should we should see some good points there except well we'll go to chris now for his overs play <laughs> over and out thank you yeah um yeah <laughs> what, what i can't i can't add more to that except i agree um yeah it's, it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be over and i and i actually do really like province on the plus yeah i think province of a team that's on the app which i like i do like trending teams that are gaining momentum um i think that it's quite a lot quite generous excellent well that's the end of the curry cup of course we'll sum up all the best bets shortly but first we've got a bit of european rugby to play and uh cool it's some some big games including uh leinster up against la rochelle in the champions cup it's my daughter's 20th birthday this week and we she's invited about 70 people to a, a pub down the road for us from mm -hmm. us on saturday and I'm, I'm pleased to report they've got a tv because they're going to definitely be showing the leinster game and then after that the champions <laughs> league a final the conductor, let's get your views. Uh, actually, let's go to Chris. We'll go to Chris here. <laughs> okay. So, Chris, uh, like 10 and a half here, Leinster. I mean, uh, I'll tell you what, uh, straight up, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a tough case. Wow. I did look at what, the one what, to what, 12. What, what, what's that, Brian? Okay. Leinster, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not going uh, over. <laughs> no, no, no. 
So, so yeah, so good, yeah, news flat. Yeah, they, I'm not overs here either. Even though the last time that he's played in that semi last year, it was an overs game, but this, I don't see that going this way. I think this is going to be a brutal physical game. Um, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Just, I mean, just, just looking at the matchup. Okay, Leinster, they've had a superb season. They've had a superb run into this to the final. You can't, you can't not. You have to look at them that they are going to win this match. I do think they're going to win this match, but I don't. I don't think it's going to be one-way traffic. I think it's going to be a final. La Rochelle are no mugs. They are not. They've been in the, in the final. They want. They're hungry for a win. The Ronan Agara factor. You have to put that into play. Marseille is going to be apparently close to 30 degrees, so that's something that Leinster are going to have to cope with. And I think it's going to be if they want to play that expansive game, they're going to, they might run out of puff at some point. And this is just me being honest. I'm trying to read the game. Yeah, I think it's going to be a fast start. So for me, the ten, the ten is not. I'm not. I'm not going to lens the minus ten. Put it that way. But I do think they'll win. So I'm really, really. Li- I actually, I'm actually really, really liking the the lens the one to twelve. I think I'm going to probably be, be having a few units on that. Um, I do I, look. I do actually think Laura Shaw in the game. They could win it. But I think I just think it's Leinster's time, and it's going to be a great, brutal game. But I'm not. I'm not going on the minus because it is a final. It is gonna. I think there are factors that Laura Shaw is, is in France. It's going to be. A, it's going to be what some atmosphere. So there's, it's not for me. It's not foregone conclusion. But Leinster, what they, when they come together, they're brilliant and they, they deserve to they deserve to lift this trophy. And I actually hope they do. Yeah, I'll be watching in the pub with a Leinster supporter. I can tell you. But it's funny you mentioned the one to twelve there, Chris. That was a bet I looked at just before the show. I went to look for a price fifteen to ten. The one to twelve. I do like that Leinster one to yeah. twelve uh, a fair amount. And let's see what the conductor's got for us here. No pressure here, conductor. No, no, zero pressure. <laughs> no, Brent, uh, I, you know, I think at 20, uh, you know, 25 to 100, I think uh, Leinster to win the game is a certainty, or for me is a certainty to chuck into a multi. Uh, I, as, a, as a firm rule, I don't like touching handicaps in finals. Um, you know, point being is if Leinster are leading by eight points with 10 minutes to go, they may just try and shut the game down. There's no need to try and, you know, push it for additional points, etc. Uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, they, they were brutally impressive against uh, a good-to-lose side, albeit that the game was in Ireland. Uh, you know, you don't just put a, a to-lose side like that away so comfortably. Um, you know, a good, good, a big winning margin for um, Leinster there. And, uh, for, yeah, firing in all cylinders that uh, Conan, Van der Fleer and... Um, Oh, I just can't remember. Keelan Doris, Lustrio, brutally physical. Um, yeah, Sexton, so full of experience. But to me, that Henshaw, Ringrose, centre combination, probably one of the best in the world. Uh, and James Lowe and uh, uh, Jimmy O'Brien on the wings. And Hugo Keenan also absolutely playing great rugby at 15. So, yeah, and in a, in a very big, big front row. So, uh, yeah, it's absolutely... Tough. I'm not um, sure, conductor, I'm not sure if it was your intention, but you've just talked me into the minus. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I haven't finished my estimation. <laughs> so, no, as, as Chris says, you know, obviously game in Marseille at Stud Velodrome is going to be very, very hot. I think even though the game, I think will be kickoff at quarter to five French time, I think it is. It is going to be very, I think it's going to be around about 29, 30 degrees. Um, Wayne Barnes on the whistle. Who is it? It is an overs ref. Um, but La Rochelle, obviously good defense, and similarly Lens have got a very good defense. But 
the reason why I'd, I would probably, if I had to gun to my head, take the minus is no Kerbalo for La Rochelle. Um, you know, his combination with Ihaya West has probably been very crucial for the success of uh, La Rochelle. So, you know, you know, new nine coming in for La Rochelle in a, in a final is always tough um, against a very settled and incredibly physical and very, very quick lens aside. They are incredibly quick to those rucks. Um, and if you can't keep pace, you can actually find yourself 21 points down very, very quickly. So, yeah, lens on the board for me. Uh, and at a push, I'll take the lens and the minus. But like I said, I, I it depends how much Bayer's Cliff and Etage <laughs> from the pup suck I've had by that time. And I might delve into the, the bigger minus there. Yes, so, so was Kerbala always not in the side? Because I'm that is a big one for me. I honestly thought he was, but he, he is massive. He played, he played the semi, but as far as I can remember, he's out for the final. Now, I, now that was a, that was the re, the news I read um, during yeah, the week. That, that, that is that is big. Kerbalo yeah. up against, like you said, that nine ten axis because that's Leinster's big strength. If I am worried if Kerbalo doesn't play because he's a big player for them. That I mean, yeah. I, I have to relook at that because I, I honestly thought he was playing, but if he's not, that's a that's a yeah, that's a few points there, I reckon. Yeah, so that's a big loss of like a shoulder there. So I mean, he's he's just he brings a lot of the experience. So I mean, I, I'm I'm like I said, my knowledge of French rugby is is yeah. not in depth as in depth to understand how good the the Larissol reserve scrum off is going to be. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, there's some very good players: Union Antonio, Gregory Aldriff, um, you know, Lates and and uh, you know is good, but. You know, you know, Mark mentioned a very good point there. Leinster will want a massive uh, comeback for the fact that they lost to La Rochelle previously in the Champions Cup. This is payback time. I, yeah. I think La Rochelle can drag them, drag them into a dogfight. That's what mm. I, I think. That's... Well, the last Wait, time we, I watched it, La Rochelle was so physical last time against Leinster. Great, yeah. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. No, if you look at Leinster and Ireland, and I mean, they're virtually one and the same. The games where they mm. battle is where they run into a hell of a physical pack. I mean, if you look at Ireland against France, and they yeah. didn't battle that much longer. And Leinster against Rochelle. But I think, to me, this Leinster side have got, I don't know, they've stepped it up physically as well. And listening yeah. to you guys, I'm, I'm sort of going from 1 to 12 <laughs> to preferring the minus. In fact, what I'll probably do is end up having a Leinster point bit because I'm watching in a pub with about three Leinster supporters. It's one family, but mm. they're all big Leinster supporters. So yeah. I think I'm going to be... I want to be shouting home Leinster, and I think I might go for for, a, for possibly a Leinster's overs play or something along those lines. Yeah, let's just see yeah. if there's anything else from the the boys. Yeah, there's quite a bit of injury news there in the live chat, so certainly guys yeah, yeah. look at those yes. team selections. But uh, that brings us to the end of that, of that. I mean, let's let's come before we get into the best bets, guys, and I'll I'll, I'll start with you, the conductor, the Challenge Cup final. We've also got a points line here of forty point five because that's I think is tomorrow night at nine o'clock. Yeah. Leon plus five and a half against Toulon. Have you had a look at this one, conductor? Yeah, I won't be touching that points bet, Brenty. I, mm -hmm. I have Toulon as a big unders team. Um, yeah. You know, they just tend to have that sort of that more uh, attritional style of play. I, I've, I, you know, there again, you know, I may, I may end up with a lot of egg on my face, but I love Toulon in the minus. Yeah, that pack is just monstrous. I love that Brian Ulysse, it's a bit combo. Um, at uh, four and five, uh, that's Seron and Cobinell, nine, ten, uh, Gab Gabin Villiers at 11, and uh, Cheson Colby is starting as well. He's recovered from his hand injury. You know, a lot of guys are saying, yeah, but he's been out, but he's just such a incredible, he's just box office. So, 
Uh, he just gets a small chance. Look, he, he broke his thumb. He didn't break, a, you know, he didn't hurt his leg. So he's been able to do physical training. He's, I think he's pretty fit. Um, you know, granted, you know, throwing him into a final, you know, without having played much rugby the last couple of weeks is a bit of a gamble. But for me, he's just so, he's so influential. Um, I wasn't, I, you know, I was super impressed with Toulon beating Saracens. You don't just beat that Saracens side willy-nilly, albeit that the no. game was in Toulon. Um, and I haven't been impressed with Leon much. But, you know, there again, I mean, my my, my knowledge is, is not uh, much more than surface deep in terms of Leon. I mean, I, you know, you can I can go, look at guys like Demba Bamba, really good player. Joshua Tursova, uh, the winger for Leon, absolutely destructive. But I look at a couple of the other Leon names and it just doesn't look like this team sheet is as strong. So I'm all over Toulon minus. Um, Toulon... Uh, is about 60 kilometers away from Marseille, from the Stade Velodrome, uh, versus close to 350 kilometers away from um, Lyon. So I expect a, a far bigger support here for Toulon. From what I understand, the whole season they've targeted this competition to win. Um, yeah, that pack is just very, very scary. Charles Olivon is just an incredible tackler. I think he's one of the highest tackling stats in this in this comp. So. For, you know, all, all signs point uh, for a very attritional uh, win, but I expect Toulon to cover this cap. Right, Chris, are you rubber stamping that? Yeah, I'm not going to be on the cap, but this is another one to 12. Surprise, surprise. I, I'm really eyeing out a Leinster 1 to 12, Toulon 1 to 12 double. Um, putting a few few stakes on that. It's going to be my French, well, Leinster, Irish, but Irish 1 to 12, Toulon 1 to 12. French Euro final double, Euros double. Just having a bit of a laugh here in the, in the live chat. Mark saying, uh, when we, Leinster win five stars, send your Leinster jersey. I said, make no. it a triple XL. So he said, triple XL, you must be, you'd have to be about 6'6 six, six and 125. So I said, well, I'm not far away. 6'3 yeah. and about 122 at the moment. So yeah, yeah. but uh, I must say, I, I made a mind got a Leinster jersey. What amazed me about it was how thick it, like the, it's a really thick jersey, I suppose, for the European winter. And uh, he was saying to me, he reckons sometimes when the guys come here, their jerseys are actually a lot thicker. And they really battle in the heat of South Africa. And I think, I think it was uh, against the Lions, I think, where, where the Munster team faded out quite badly. But anyway, gents, that brings us to the end of the show. Just a reminder, the news that will probably go out tomorrow or Sunday. We have bounced back to form last week. I know Chris was quite firmly on Leicester, minus 10 and a half, I think it was. Chris, we took them last week. So, um, yeah, we, we had a nice, we had a nice um, win on the show last week and also on the newsletter which I needed to bounce back after that Bulls bet the week before. That will go out. There's a link down below the show if you want to have a look at that. But let's get the panel's best bets and uh, see where the bet, where the money's going. Chris, we'll start with you, your best bet for the weekend. I'll be honest, Brent, it's, it's a bit of a tough one on the best bet front, but I'll give you my, my top ones, my, my best ones for now. Um, certainly love the Brumbies minus some points, love the Tars points, and love the Force points. So those are my three... I know they're not out yet, but those are my three main bets I'll be looking at this weekend. Also, like the Chiefs to cover a lot. Um, so those will be my main ones that I'm looking at at this point in time. Tomorrow, no strong fancy, but again, Reds over overs. As well. I think overs all weekend. I think when the, when they come out, I'll definitely be more chubby vocal on Twitter what I think my favourites are. But just to reiterate, love the Brambies, Tars, and Force Points. Well, I'll quickly take the best bets on it so you can see his Twitter address there at the Crow Tips. Uh, and wait for those points. And I know I'm, I do the same thing with the newsletter sometimes. You just 
you want to wait for that bet that you really, really like. And quite often it is a points line. Right, Conductor, what you got for us? Yeah, Brent, uh, my best bet by far is the, is the Brumbies minus. Um, so my key aim for the weekend is don't do anything stupid before that game. Because I know myself, get stuck, get stuck into the into the, the pale ales uh, tomorrow afternoon, get home, try and, try and absolutely slaughter the Leon Toulon game, lose. And I have to wake up on Saturday morning just to recoup my losses on the on the one bet that I really fancied. So yeah. I'll probably put myself into a self-induced coma and, and they'll wake me up just before the Brumbies game so I can take money on that. Uh, yeah, I, re- I think Brumbies dominate that game. And I agree with Chris Waratah's overs. I think um, I don't trust them fully to cover that cap, but I think it'll be a good fun game. And uh, yeah, good to good to look at some uh, some overs in other games. I, I, I agree. I think there could be some nice overs in the force game. Um, hopefully in Christchurch tomorrow morning, the Crusaders put on a bit of display and uh, have a bit of fun with Will Jordan scoring about eight tries oh, uh, to cover the, the overs by himself. So yeah, <laughs> it will be, should be a, hopefully a good weekend. And yeah, let's uh, let's let's pump the bookies. Excellent, gents. Thanks very much for the thanks to the guys in the live chat as well. Mark probably going back off to bed. Conductor, to yourself, have a great weekend there. A good couple of tarples going down, I'm sure. And uh, likewise to you, Chris, have a, have a good one. And uh, we'll see you boys. Yeah. Uh, sorry, oh, yeah. sorry, I thought Chris was coming up with another bet there. I was no, 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 no. I'm Bet it up, bet it up. But excellent. We'll see you guys uh, and all, all of the uh, guys in the live chat next week for the handicap rugby chat that matters. Have a great weekend, everyone. Yeah, that's a good one.